Welcome back, everybody, to the Pete and Steve podcast. This is episode 153, I believe, your local take on local news, and we are glad you're here. We are glad that you're here, man. Yeah, I got my podcast host, Steve uh, Steve Fredlin, with me. Hello, fellow podcast host, Pete Trulene. <laughs> man, how's it going? Well, good, good. As you know, I just got back from my honeymoon uh, yes. just last night, so I'm kind of getting up to speed, a little pe- trying to pep up here a little bit, but... Well, and I've had all these people saying, you know, how's the wedding? How's the, you know, how's it going for Pete? You know, all that kind of stuff. So, and because I don't like people that much, I thought, well, I'm, I just tell them, I'm not going to answer that question. You can listen to this episode. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we, so we need, do the, the world needs to hear, man. Yeah, I know. Well, some local news, and then we're going to talk about that hopefully. And yeah. hopefully it's interesting to people. I mean, it's, it was a big deal in my life. So maybe people can indulge me a little bit and, and hear me talk about it. And you were involved in the weddings. And so hopefully you've got some, some feedback and stories. Oh, too. I've got some stories. All right. Yeah. I'm chomping at the bit to share my stories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a great, great time. But yeah, here, so the Isani Chisago County Star, man, they're, they're the ones that we're partnering with. They're the ones that are supporting what we're doing. Uh, we've got a great relationship with them. And uh, in exchange, uh, we'd love to chat about what's in the paper for the week. So uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, Isani-ChisagoCountyStar.com. And actually, you can still just go to CountyStar.com. That'll get you there. Uh, but you can see I'm sharing the screen right now. But anything kind of stand out to you, Pete, as we look at the, look at the news? Well, man, oh, man, that rough and tough sure gets looked like it got extra sloppy this year. <laughs> it did. Nice, nice use of the headline. <laughs> Pete, Pete uses the exact headline to act like he has great insight. The headline is rough and tough gets extra sloppy thanks to rain. And Pete says, boy, the rough and tough looks like it got extra sloppy this year. <laughs> yeah, no, that, <laughs> I haven't done a lot of research this year on the news. I'm sorry. <laughs> this, this year or this week. Pete's been, Pete's been on a honeymoon all week. So give him a little bit of grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have no excuse uh, on the other hand, but, but no, this is a uh, new hope community church actually sponsors this deal and they raise a bunch of money. Uh, this time against hunger. Um, and there's some pretty cool pictures out there, at least online. I'm sure there's some in the, in the physical paper as well, but yeah, they had a, they actually had a, a, like a lightning storm kind of roll through. So they had to wait an hour to start the thing. And of course that got the thing just soaked and they've got a great spot out there. Uh, New Hope built a church out east of town a few years ago. They got a lot of land out there. And so they set up this mutter and, uh, some great pictures of people just grueling. And I'm, I'm thinking the whole time and I'm looking at these pictures People do this for fun, Pete. Yeah, that's so crazy. I mean, well, we talked about doing a 5K or a 3K or something at some <laughs> right. point, but this is a whole new level here. But it, this seems like something you would do. I mean, it's sort of the, you know, maybe it's a stereotype, but you're kind of the, you like to go mountain biking down these steep hills. And this seems like something you would maybe do and enjoy. Well, and maybe I would. I'm, I, uh, yeah, I see that they're jumping over fires and they're, yeah, there's all sorts of really great, yeah, there's, man, it looks like there's some really, um, you know, people are having fun doing it too. Yeah, some of them are. I mean, you you, you look at the pictures in the front, and you're like, okay, that looks like kind of fun. Look at, I mean, these guys are like, they're, 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 they're underneath barbed wire in like a stream. I mean, they're doing like military exercises here. And yeah. what's funny is you look at some of these, this guy, act your age, dude. I mean, this is impressive, whoever yeah. this guy is. Um, but, but you look at some of the background of some of the pictures and you're like, no, I don't think everybody's having fun. Like, <laughs> you know, the, the, the picture focuses on the front people and then you're like, Oh, look at that person in the back. They're struggling. 
but no, it's it looks super impressive, but it's raising a bunch of money. But I think uh, there's a picture of, uh, and maybe you saw it if you're watching online, uh, a little girl holding a sign, you know, you're stronger than you think. And I think that's part of this deal. Like people that run the marathon or half marathon or 5K or whatever is super challenging to them. They look at this and you think, I could never do that. And then when you do it, I think there's this huge sense of pride of what you did. So I'm guessing some people are out there doing it really motivated by raising money. Some are motivated by just the competitive side of it. And then some are motivated by, I want to do something that I never thought I could do. Mm -hmm. So yeah, pretty impressive. I bet you there's just a kind of a sense of kind of a, you know, shared experience as you're going through some of these tough things, like at the finish line too, I bet. I bet that's a, that's a great point. I mean, as if, if you're watching on the YouTube thing, I'm scrolling through all the pictures and yeah, I mean, if people, they look like they're walking through fire. I hope they're just jumping over that. <laughs> Do you see what I'm talking, see what I'm looking at? There? Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. I think, I think that camaraderie is huge. I mean, it's almost like, you know, probably anything you've done, but you know, I know when I've gone to Rwanda or something, you kind of have this shared experience and you're like, mm-hmm. you can't really talk to people that didn't do it about it. You can, but it's very different than talking to people that have gone through it. And so, yeah, if you're at the end of the finish line, you're like, man, I can't believe, remember this part of, you know, it's a super cool thing. So, well, and there's some really fit guys oh, uh, it right. looks like that are doing it too. So Man, oh man. Well, did they talk? Is there a winner in it? Is there like the shortest time? Do you know? I or? think they did do winners, but I didn't really see that in the article. I was trying to find the amount. Um, I can't, I can't find it now, but how much money was raised? I thought it was like $40,000 or something was wow. raised. Um, but yeah, I can't, I can't find those details right now. So yeah, I'm guessing they have different categories and winners and all that sort of thing. But yeah, very cool. And I mean, shout out uh, to New Hope Community Church for doing that. I think it's a cool community event, which there's a ton of cool community events around the area. Right now, the county fair going on. Uh, So just kind of another one of those, but uh, with a a bent toward uh, helping those who are a bit less fortunate. So a very cool deal. Yeah, and it seems like we're we're seeing this more and more. Like they've got these zombie runs, you know, and the Tough Mudder, you know, know, obviously is very similar to this. And it's uh, just doing all kinds of, I guess, little interactive ways to get people out and exercising and, and having just adding another extra element, I guess, to get more people out there doing it. Right. No, I think, yeah, because it, it does combine a bunch of different things. It combines the community, combines some exercise, combines some fundraising, uh, all of those things. And, you know, not, it's not for everybody, but I think the people that enjoy it just, just love it. But you're mm-hmm. right. That, that does seem to be a trend. Yeah. 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 I would, I think that would be kind of, kind of fun. Yeah, to do sometime. I would consider doing it if I didn't think I would literally die. Uh, <laughs> more, more just like for my knees. That's the biggest thing. Like, I don't mind being slow. I don't mind being, you know, whatever. But I think this, like, literally, I could blow my knee out. Look, looking at pretty much every obstacle they have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just yesterday. I'm like, I'm like trying to dig a bush out for my wife. So, like, I dug, you know, all around the bush. But then there's probably this like three to four inch diameter root that goes straight down from it mm. and like, okay, so I just got to saw that Well, I'm just down on my knees trying to saw. I'm like, I can't do this. Like I've reached the point in my life where I can't be down on my knees for more than like 15 seconds. So I'm like, uh, this sucks. I'm getting old. So I look at this thing. I'm like, Oh, okay. Let's see what, what things could I do? Okay. There's a part where I could, I could walk that, but then you have to jump over something. Maybe they'd let me walk around that. 
Well, you're okay. probably better at the upper body strength stuff. Than oh, I. my God. Yeah, because I do like 300 push-ups every morning. So I could probably <laughs> do that. So like this thing, like what would I do on this? Like there's like floating panels on the water and they're oh. jumping from one to one. Okay, pass. Crawling down there. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, I, my back would be so ripped up by barbed wire on this particular item. You'd just be kind of like crashing through all the... <laughs> yeah, this guy. This guy's going through like a, a triangle-shaped thing. I just get stuck there, I think. <laughs> anyway, good good stuff going on there. Maybe we talk too much about it, but it's kind of a fun deal going on. I, you know, other, other news... Um, there's always something in there for everybody. Like something's always going to appeal to people. So I'd say check it out for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of stuff on the Chisago County Fair. Now the Isani County Fair uh, relay for life is a big thing for anybody who's been touched by cancer. Um, this uh, the new financial director, this Campa guy was hired. Uh, he comes in with some government experience, um, and he's actually a Cambridge Isani graduate. Yeah. Um, outstanding seniors named North Branch firefighter dies in truck crash, which was horrible. So there's a lot of things and. I think, you know, as you and I have gotten back into the local news uh, a little bit, at least realizing what's going on in the community and realizing there's people that are paying attention to everything going on. They're putting it all in one place for your convenience, uh, you know, i.e. the newspaper. So it's really a great source and something's going to appeal to you for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there was the... uh... Yeah, the, the train that came through, which I actually sort of accidentally saw, the big boy... You sort of accidentally, yeah, it went through, it's come through twice, actually. But how did you accidentally see? You're just stuck at the tracks or what? Well, I was uh, uh, getting ready for the wedding and there was some sort of crisis thing where I needed my parents to be out at the reception area to meet somebody, the mosquito guy that was going to be spraying. Oh, right. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yep. And so um, they were supposed to be out there and to meet him, but they weren't. So I called them and said, can you quickly get back out to your place to meet the mosquito guy and they said well we're out watching the train well just at that moment i had pulled into the, the church parking lot which is right by the track yeah. and then i'm i see the big boy go by as i'm you know just so stressed <laughs> out about all this other stuff like what's this stupid big boy doing wrecking all my <laughs> right don't they know that i'm getting married tomorrow <laughs> yeah. No, but it looks cool. I mean, it looks like just a, a, an awesome old fashioned train, just what you'd think. So yeah, well, steam, steam locomotive. Yeah. It came through and apparently it was, uh, it came through a little bit later than they anticipated, but I know there's several people that have like, there's an app or something where you could actually track its location. So people mm-hmm. were doing that and then it came back through, I think it came, you know, back South uh, the next day or a couple days later or something. So pretty cool. If you're into that sort of thing, for sure. Mm-hmm. No, 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 don't don't be, you can't be offended by this. And John and Heidi, I know you might be listening to because this is your son's wedding we're talking about, but it sounds like a very true lean sort of thing, right? Like you're like, mom, dad, I need you out at the reception. Oh, we're watching the train. (laughs) (laughs) Can't train. (laughs) It sounds like a very true lean thing. I'm sorry, but it just does. And and I don't even mean that in a bad way. Like, but it's just sort of like, cause you guys are good at like embracing and engaging with life. Life's happening here. I'm not going to be so harried that I don't that I miss out on some sort of really cool thing. But I was like, when you said that, I'm like, yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. but speaking of the Trulines, John, Heidi, the whole crew, uh, you know, man, it was what a fun day. So Dan, your brother Dan was there, your sister Sarah was there. Hopefully, it's okay to mention this. And your yes. brother Dave surprise calls in from Papua New Guinea. What a fun day! But let's let's start at the beginning. Kind of what what do you want to talk about? 
Well, I guess I can just kind of run through. It was sort of fun. I mean, I was um, very stressed out about getting everything uh, complete and done. And the stress that I was feeling was nothing compared to the amount of stress that Leanne was feeling because she basically planned everything and did everything. And so she was kind of the architect of this whole um, thing and had her garage. So she's been buying things off Facebook and collecting all this this stuff for the wedding, these frames, you know, stuff that I don't even know, like um, hurricanes. She's bought hundreds of hurricanes. What's a hurricane? Well, I'm still not totally clear, but I think it's a glass, a big glass jar, like a vase that's just, it's not fluted at all. It's just a straight up, like it looks like a big drinking glass. Okay. And you put uh, candles in there. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, there's a lot of candles. Yeah, and it's called a hurricane. So, and and actually, just a quick aside on that. So, I don't know if these are what was used on the stage at the church, but uh, you know, Doug Keeler was was one of the guys involved, and in, and his responsibility, one of them, was to light the candles before the service. Mm-hmm. And I walked into the church, and I saw there was like, I mean, there's like six candles on each side of the the aisle. Then there's like a candelabra for like eight or ten candles. And then there's like just dozens of like candles like on the stage and up in the balcony, all the stuff. And I was just hoping beyond hope that Doug had to light all of those like at five minutes before the wedding. And I, I told him, oh my God, I hope you have to light every single one of those. And they tell you to start at like five two. But unfortunately for me, he only had to light like the candelabra and the ones down the aisle. Yeah, he would have needed like a flamethrower or something. Like that. I know exactly, <laughs> but it looked, man, that it looked really cool in there with all those candles. So I don't know if those are the hurricanes or yes. what, but that was kind of a cool thing. Yeah, those are the hurricanes. That was uh, Leanne's vision too, and okay. uh, having all those candles. But yeah, it was just a great day. So we had, um, and it's, it's kind of interesting because we're all, you know, I'm a little older getting married, yeah. and uh, I'm, you know. Late, like mid twenties. Yeah, <laughs> mid to late twenties. <laughs> and uh, and so the you know it was kind of interesting picking like the the people who were going to be involved in the in the wedding. So first of all, we wanted to have a Swedish theme, yeah, and that's a little bit different where you don't have a ton of grooms people on either side. So um, it was my brother and Doug. Cause I knew Doug was going to be in town. So I thought, Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. And I wanted, then there's another uh, thing that Swedish weddings have is a, is a, a barker, a carnival barker, a barker, which I'm told that I'm not supposed to call you that, but like a, an MC, a toastmaster. Yeah. Yeah. You got a little bit nicer with the names as we went, I think. <laughs> yeah. And at, so at the reception there was, we had people lined up that gave speeches, but, um, and, and you were in charge of that part. And yeah. you did a great job. Well, thank you. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was really cool. I thought you guys did a great job. The, I mean, the wedding, I know, I don't know how much that was you, Leanne, jointly, others, but the, the wedding itself was really nice. Uh, it was just a really nice wedding. Uh, uh, you know, can I tell you another thing I was really hoping for? See, I secretly mm-hmm. have these, these hopes that things just kind of go disastrously wrong for people that really want them to go disastrously right, which <laughs> I'm working on that piece of it. And I really didn't want this to go wrong. Like, so we're at the, we're at the, at the rehearsal, the rehearsal practice thing, mm-hmm. whatever rehearsal is. Um, and you guys did this, this really kind of cool thing with a, a big metal ring. And then you each had a padlock. And, oh, yeah. and on Sunday, you just picked up the ring and the locks were all locked and you did the, did the thing with it. Um, mm-hmm. During the rehearsal, um, you guys are like, everybody had a key. 
Yeah. And they're well, you're having a hard time getting them unlocked, hard time getting them locked. And I was like, secretly inside, Pete, I'm sorry. And Leanne, I'm really, really sorry. Because I wasn't like wishing a bad thing for your day. But like, mm-hmm. part of me was like, I wish they hadn't practiced this. And I wish like on Sunday, you were all up there like trying to fidget with the keys and <laughs> locking and unlocking. <laughs> so apparently that's why you practice. It was so funny. Yeah, because it was called the uh, the locking ceremony, we called it. And it was meant to represent kind of the two families coming together, like the blended family. So yeah. I got kids, Leanne's got right. two kids. That was cool. Yeah. So it was this one ring and these six locks. And then we were going to lock them on the ring. And then it represented, you know, this is a solid thing that's locked together. There's no going back now. You're stuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, we couldn't get the locks locked. I mean, they're, you know, so we're fiddling with it. So at one point, Jared holds up the ring and all these locks are just straggling, just barely hanging on. <laughs> like, that's not the, what we're trying to kind of, the visual what we're trying to represent. Here. See the strength of this? So some of the locks are locked and some aren't and some are committed and some people aren't. <laughs> I was like, oh no, this is not going to be good. But a good solution, good problem solving. Yep. Yeah. So we had, and then we had the true spell, of course, which was, yeah. that was kind of another, another little feature, which is kind of fun. I like that you say, of course, because I'd never seen one in my life. And I'm a little bit older than you because I'm beyond my mid 20s. I shouldn't say, of course. That was the first. Yeah. That's the first. We had the true spell, of course. I'm like, true spell. Okay. So, and you actually, it looked like you got to keep that. So that's like something in your, in your marriage. So the idea there in your marriage was sort of interesting. Like if you start to have a disagreement or whatever, you can ring the bell and call a truce. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which unfortunately the bell sells, sounds a lot like a boxing ring bell, a little bit. <laughs> a little mixed messages there. <laughs> so so you, how many times did you use the bell on the honeymoon then do you think? Um, well, we didn't bring it with, so we just fought like crazy. Yeah, just without the no truth, stopping it. Without the true spell. <laughs> so, the wedding, so the wedding was very good. I know there's a lot of stress involved in those weddings, and it sounds like Leanne had a lot of stress. She planned a lot. Uh, you know, I met with her and uh, and her her personal assistant for the wedding, whose name is escaping me. Help me. Uh, Patty. Patty, yeah. And, and I met, um, but you know, oh, met her. No, Becky, Becky. Becky. I was going to say, it wasn't Patty. It was Becky. I met okay. Patty, too. Patty was one of her friends. Um, anyway, <clears throat> so I met Becky, and I went and met out there at your folks' place where the reception was, and there's, like, this three-ring binder that was, like, <laughs> unbelievable. Like, wow. And, like, Leanne was impressive. She's like, oh, I need to let – me, let me show you this. And she opens it up, and she can just find everything in this three-ring binder. Yeah. It was impressive, but well, and you must have you must have felt really unprepared because I was I was was a little fuzzy on the details of what you were supposed to do. Yeah, and so you showed up at the meeting a little bit, you know, probably unprepared for this three ring binder full of information <laughs> that you're supposed to know. And <laughs> right, well, that wasn't it wasn't all for me. It was just her her ma- I think it was her master her masterpiece. But no, I mean, she explained it really well, and I think at the end of the day, you guys are cool to kind of like let's go with the flow, let's see what happens, and. uh no, I, I enjoyed my responsibilities on the day of uh, at the wedding, and then also uh, after very, very much. I didn't really didn't have that much to do, but uh, I can see why you kind of wanted somebody to to help with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and then well, the the reception really was kind of the the most fun part. So we had a few different activities out there. We had uh, these trails that w- that we had carved through the woods. Yeah, and, um, <clears throat> that was that turned out to be really fun. I think for the kids, and we had stations set up, so you'd stop at each station and do a little activity of, 
Um, like one of them was a time capsule that we're going to bury. Yeah. So it was like give advice to the couple when they open this time capsule up in 10 years or 20 years. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, so different little things like that was great. Then we had the candy bar, of course. Like not the- just a candy bar, like a candy bar. Like picture a picture like a um, an Irish pub where they have like millions of bottles of stuff behind the bar. This is what they had in candy. Yes. I yeah. was like, when I got there, I was like, oh no, this is amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it, well, and that was Leanne's idea. I had never heard of this before, but of course I love candy. And she's right. Like, and so like, a, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was on <clears throat> Amazon. I ordered $800 worth of candy. <laughs> Runs and, uh, you know, chewy spree. Yeah. And like fun, like all kinds of, all kinds of really cool things. The pixie sticks, the, I mm-hmm. mean, so not much chocolate, which was smart because it was very, very hot out. Yeah. I did try to choices. We got some M&M's. There was like peanut M&M's, yep, uh, right. peanut butter M&M's, and then regular M&M's because we had to have some chocolate. Some chocolate, right. But the Swedish fish? Yep, Swedish fish. Yeah, there was ring pops. There was right. um, Smarties, of course, are fantastic. Yes. You know, and then I thought it would be funny to um, put a little um, jar of sugar there and just say, for the real candy aficionados, it's just sugar. You know, it's like candy in its purest form. So You could have, yeah, sugar cubes or something. <laughs> yeah, none of the that, that was cool. It was fun because then you had bags and people could like load up bags. It was like, oh my gosh. And I can report, I mean, I can report on a couple of people if you'd like me to that, yes. you know, that, that loaded up pretty good at the end of the day. They were supposed to, you wanted them to, but a couple of people that you wouldn't maybe necessarily suspect. Like oh. just loaded up. <laughs> like, what are you gonna do with all that? You don't. I mean, so I, I should call them out in the show, but I'll, I won't. But you know yeah. who you are. You know mm-hmm. that I saw you because I called you out. <laughs> but no, yeah. that was super fun. People really enjoyed it. The little kids enjoyed it, but the older people enjoyed it. That was yeah. Deal. We had the Ben and Jerry's uh, truck that came yeah. and it was scooping ice cream, and that was really fun too. So. And I'm trying not to eat sweets, dude. But I made an exception for you. I oh. had I had some ice cream. Awesome. Part of it, part of it, you know, when you're when you're kind of part of the day, even though it's a small part of the day, you know, I was kind of busy. I was trying to help people do this or that, or you know, encourage people to do this or that, you know. So I didn't get to do a lot of the things that people could really enjoy, like the trail. I did walk the trail, but I'm like, man, I want to spend like an hour on this trail. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just kind of had to walk through it, so I knew what to expect, so I could tell people about it. Uh, but I'm like, I'm gonna indulge in the ice cream piece, man. That was that was good, really. Good. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. And you should well, mention the trail. I know you kind of downplayed the trail, and I know you got a million things you could talk about, but the trail was super cool. But you you said that you guys spent like 40 to 60 hours making this trail. Like when I went out there to this place, I'm like, okay, this had to have been an existing trail that you guys utilized to, you know, make something, the, the love trail or whatever you called it. And then you tell me that, no, this was just woods, and we made the trail this summer. Yeah, yeah. And it turned out it's just like a three-year – probably a three acre woods. And, um, I went out there. I like to hack with a machete, of course. Sure. Well, who wouldn't? Yeah. Yeah. So I went out there one day and I'm like, you know, what would be kind of cool is just to see if I could make a trail through here. So I just started blazing through and it turned out to be a little easier than I thought. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, it's not any huge trees. It's just a lot of small little box elder and, uh, that buckthorn that we hate anyway. So I was, yeah chopping that stuff down and made a trail. Then Leanne had the idea of putting uh, kind of barriers around to kind of make, you know, a little more clearly defined demarcation where the trail right. goes. And 
Um, then we said, oh, we should put little stations in here. And it just kind of evolved along. Right. And so it was very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, one of the things, though, that I thought was that I've heard people say before, um, but I felt uh, afterwards really bad that I didn't have enough time to talk to people. Yeah. You know, because there's just so many people that you haven't seen for 5, 10, 20 years. Right. And, uh, and of course, you want to get around to everybody. But man, it was just really hard to, um, you know, just spend a couple minutes chatting with some of my like old high school friends or my old college friends and then getting pulled away to talk to some other person. And yep. so I and, hope, oh, uh, you, need, you need to meet this person. You need to meet this person. Yeah. 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 But it was, it was just really, really fun. So Yeah. No, really cool. And one of the things that was a highlight for me, which I was super looking forward to and it, it delivered uh, was this deal right here. Can you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is the picture that you sent me uh, if you're watching on YouTube. Um, so this is the candy drop from the airplane. This is, yeah. so you're, you're, well, you can explain it, but your dad and your brother flew overhead, did two, uh, two rounds here where they dropped Smarties with streamers attached. They did. Well, they, so we were kind of sitting around doing some planning and all of a sudden my dad goes, um, you know, Dan and I would like to get involved. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that sounds fantastic. Yeah. What, what were you thinking? <laughs> We'd like to do a candy drop. So my dad's Go on. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> and so my dad and, and brother are both pilots. And so they're like rigged up this thing. They took off the back door of the plane <laughs> and uh, they wanted to drop parachutes initially. Well, you can't just stick your hand out and drop a parachute, you know, cause it'll going from zero to 500 miles an hour. It'll just, or, you know, a hundred miles an hour, it'll just rip the parachute right, right off yeah. of them. So they had to take the back door off and rig up this big tube system that my my brother could throw parachutes out so that, that it would, you know, kind of not get tangled up in the plane. Right. Basically. And uh, so they did that. We were going to originally do parachutes, but the parachutes just sailed way too far, you know, like miles away in our practice run. So we just tied uh, streamers to little bundles of of candy and then threw those out like a air raid almost uh, <laughs> right. it just turned out to be be pretty fun actually it was, it was really fun just such a unique thing i posted a little video that i took on facebook and people were like oh my gosh that's such a cool idea yeah yeah I, I saw that we've been you know intentionally staying off facebook this past week but i did see your video there so yeah yeah no it was fun just kind of fun to see people's reaction to it. like what there's <laughs> like and we were talking about in the in the reception these little kids are like it's like it's candy falling from the sky <laughs> It's a miracle. <laughs> but no, that was that was a good that was a fun thing. I mean, you guys just I mean, I I mean the amount of planning that went into that, um, only you guys know, but pretty and in, pretty intense, but really well laid out, really well thought out. Uh everything the timing seemed to work really well, you know, with mm-hmm. the the timing of the wedding to the timing of the dinner to the timing of the speeches to the timing of the ice cream truck to the timing of the candy drop to the timing of you guys heading out. I mean, it all it just seemed like it worked really well. So hopefully you guys were we're pleased, especially Leanne, who I know was the architect yeah. uh, behind it. Hopefully she felt good about how the day went. She did. Yeah, we just, we couldn't stop. We couldn't have been happier with how it all went. I mean, we were just talking about it the next few days of how fun it was and how, how well it went and everything. So so then what was next? So then what was after that? Well, then it was the, uh, so we, um, the real honeymoon is in December because we, Doug Keeler started a nonprofit called Juvenile Justice 
Advocates International. And uh, we had was that we were at a fundraiser for him and bid on a trip to Mexico, and that's going to be in December. But then, and so we were going to maybe just go to Duluth for a couple of days. But then we thought, you know, we should go somewhere. Yeah. So kind of last minute, we got this trip and did Airbnb, which if you haven't done that, it's fantastic. Yeah, and I uh, went out to Arizona, and here's a picture of you can see it on the screen, maybe of me on Devil's Bridge. So this is in Sedona, Arizona. Crazy. And, uh, it's just so beautiful country out there. It's just inc incredible. It's all this red rock. And I, if you can't see the picture, I'm standing, there's <clears throat> kind of a thin bridge, rock bridge. And uh, you can go out, you know, hike up to this bridge and stand on there and take pictures. And yeah, I'm um, <clears throat> just really, really awesome. <laughs> So that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and so we spent two days there and then we spent two days in uh, Scottsdale, which is basically a suburb of Phoenix, Arizona at a hotel there. And that was a lot of fun too, actually. So. Wow. So had you ever, ever been down in that area or what made you think of uh, going down there? Well, Leanne, I uh, used to live in Arizona. Um, okay. 20 years ago. And so she's, you know, kind of like that and wanted to go back and check it out. And I had never really been there. And so we thought, well, let's just go there in the middle of summer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everything's cheaper. The, the temperatures were, yeah, everything was uh, good prices on things, but the temperatures were like 95 to 105 every day. Right, right. Yeah. That's so. like when I go to Vegas in the middle of June. Yeah. 114. Let's go. <laughs> wow. That's really cool. Then you guys had, were you able to really kind of relax and decompress and kind of get over all the stuff that, you know, all the stress of the wedding and stuff. Yes. Yes. Good. Yeah. For Good. sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. So, so what's next for, uh, for, well, well, you know, for Pete and Leanne, but now I've got your brother kind of wrecked this for me. So I do feel like I need to start referring to you guys as PN. <laughs> now your brother looks like I know Dave um your older brother Dave's a unbelievably smart generous nice great guy he's got a great sense of humor all you truly have the same laugh right yeah. uh, phenomenal guy your your younger brother Dan was hilarious I yes. don't know if that's how he always is but he wrote you guys a song and mm -hmm. part of that was uh, the chorus included Pete and Leanne now make PN. Mm -hmm. And it just, I keep thinking of you guys as PN. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our celebrity couple name, unfortunately, <laughs> PN. So that's, <laughs> no, that was so great. Yeah. And during the speeches, yeah, it, it was, well, he went first. Like we yeah. had this order that and Why did we have, why did you guys have him go first? Like he's your closer. <laughs> Well, I didn't know he was going to do a song, you know, so we were just <laughs> right. rearranged and he went first and he, you know, had some funny stories about me when I was younger yeah. and then he sang the song and just kind of blew it out of the water. It was yeah. just great. Everyone loved it. They were clapping along. Well, he went first. So I'm like, how in the world could anyone compete with this? You know, right. anyone who goes next. And then, but then the speeches just kept getting better and better in their own unique ways. And my sister got up there and she told kind of an emotional story and she yeah. got emotional. And then others went up. And I, at one point, Sage, my daughter Sage yeah. was up there and she told, a, you know, had some jokes and funny stuff, but told um, 
you know, it just got emotional in a different aspect. And so, and then you had a speech and it was just a different perspective and it just was really, really meaningful for Leanne and I. I tell you what, there, there was so much that I wish I don't, I don't want to call everybody up by name because I don't have the list in front of me, but they were all great. I mean, Mm -hmm. Tracy and I were like, oh my gosh, they were all really, really good. And I think even just you know, I don't know Leanne really well. You know, we've obviously done some things together or whatever, but I don't know her really well. But to hear, it was super helpful and cool to hear some of the people's reflections on her, you mm-hmm. know, like her friends, Janiel and, and these people that just gave these amazingly uh, wonderful stories and accounts of her and how much they love her and appreciate her and how generous Leanne has been to them. I mean, that's just, it, it, it helps me feel like, okay, now I know Leanne a little bit better. And then you've got this, this my favorite was Sage. Um, you know, what she shared was just so authentic and transparent and beautiful and all of this. And so it was just, I was overwhelmed and I wish I had just been able to sit and enjoy it. Cause I was up there crying. I don't even know if you could tell, but I'm like crying after every one. And I'm like, this is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. So it was really cool. Yeah. 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 And it just was really, I mean, a lot of times you don't hear things like that until your funeral you know, so, I mean, that was just something really cool and nourishing and, and just, just so beautiful about that whole thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was great. And, and you said, and sometimes in Swedish weddings, that'll go on for three or four hours. And part of me was like, I wish it would have, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> that was really cool, <laughs> but I might've yeah. got tired. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anything else, man, from the, from the day, I mean, from the day, from the week, uh, I mean, officially congratulations, super excited mm-hmm. for both you guys. But anything yeah. else you want to share? No, I don't think so. I mean, it just was such a fun day. The uh, our trip was really fun, and uh, just thanks for everybody who was involved and, and a part of it. And thanks for the, our listeners who are kind of indulging me a little bit. Talk about uh, the fun day. So, I, I think there's going to be a lot of people that want to listen to this. I think people that either were there or weren't able to make it that will want to listen too. So yeah, for those of you who uh, who couldn't care less about Pete's life. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I mean, sorry. Hopefully you shut this thing off after we <laughs> talk about the tough mutter, but um, for the people that hung on, yeah, thanks. It, it, I mean, it's a, it's a big deal and I don't want to brush it under the rug and say, well, you know, we got to talk about, you know, uh, the, you know, some, some new thing that happened in the community. Those are all important, but this was a big deal in your life. And uh, for all, you know, all six of you who are now, you know, one, one big family, it's a big deal. So I think mm-hmm. it's, it's worth spending the time and, Realize that you're human. I mean, you're always so stoic and you never show emotion, you know. So yeah, this is good yeah. to actually see the softer side of, of Pete mm-hmm. Lean. That's a joke, by the way. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> and uh, we also should mention you've got a, a green screen set up now. I mean, oh, I do. You're really ratcheting up here, man. Well, you know, I'm so I'm you know, I'm doing a lot of podcasting, this, the poker podcast, but I'm also doing this group coaching thing. I do a lot of one-on-one coaching through Zoom. And, you know, it was about time that things looked a little bit different than what they had looked like. Um, so this is my old, uh, po- I'm going to share my old podcasting setup, if you will, if you'll indulge me now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, share, if I can find it. So this is kind of how things have looked. Mm-hmm. This is my daughter's attempt at a good background, which makes me look like I'm in a bunker in Iraq. It looks um, kind of like Stalag 13 a little. <laughs> Right. And, you know, it's just the background or whatever, but just like all the shadows, I look really dark. It's blurry. And so I invested just not that much. Honestly, I got an external camera. I got a couple lights up here. I've got a green screen now um, that uh, I'll show you that. Pete, I know this is super exciting for everybody. 
uh, to see this. But I do have the uh, the green screen if I can figure out how to do this now. And I'm always been fascinated with green screens. Have you? Yeah, because it just seems so. Yeah, I don't get it. I just don't get it. It's it, well, yeah, and I've actually learned a little bit because I've done some video editing too. So I've actually learned kind of the concept behind it. So basically, you know, this is my green screen. It's just basically some fabric. Now I've got some lights that are mounted to make it brighter. <clears throat> and what the, what it's basically telling the computer is, if I say I have a green screen, it says, okay, whatever is in that the the core background color, which I could actually select a different color. Um, it tells mm -hmm. that it tells that get rid of all of that. So like if I'm wearing a green shirt, it'll get rid of that. It'll any of that kind of stuff. Oh, so and your so beautiful the, green eyes. I just know. Black holes. Of <laughs> they changed from green to brown over the years, which is actually kind of funny because I think I'm more full of it, which is probably true. But anyway, because of the green screen, I can actually select any background I want. So this is the one that I was using. Mm. Uh, but I can, like I was showing you, I can do, hey, one the Pete and Steve logo behind me. Very cool. If I want to be in Rwanda, very cool. Mm -hmm. This looks like something that you would enjoy. Go out hiking somewhere. Mm. Uh, but I can look really smart. You know, there's all kinds of things that I can do with this. So it's it's just kind of fun, but it's more... Um, just to provide a decent background because I'm in this super small windowless office. It's like 10 feet by 10 foot, you know, and so it, it, this just kind of gives me a little bit chance to look like I'm a little bit more alive than when everything was super dark. Anyway, this is way more uh, information that people want to hear, but mm -hmm. it's kind of fun and I feel like I'm advancing. So I'm doing this, I'm launching this group coaching thing uh, early August. And so mm -hmm. part of that's involving a lot of video chatting, a lot of video recording. And so I just wanted to make it look a little bit cleaner, a little bit more professional. And so that's part of my deal. And it's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and you're, if people aren't aware, you kind of um, quit the corporate world and just are taking a flyer, going out on your own, trying to start a business and, and yeah. build and grow, right? Yeah. Like 10 months ago, I uh, went out on my own. So uh, part of that is doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, part of that now I'm just launching this group coaching thing, like working with uh, small business owners helping them like really clarify what is their why? Why are they doing what they do? Because what I found is that people that do that uh, and generally are much happier, have greater levels of success, all of those things. So mm. uh, that's kind of the focus. But yeah, doing all kinds. I mean, at this point, you know, when you go out on your own, you do anything. People say, hey, do you do this? Yep. <laughs> yep, I do that. Yep. What is yep. that now? Exactly. But yeah, I do that. Will you pay me? <laughs> yep, I'll do that too. So, the, you know, that's kind of the deal is, you, you know, you're partially captive to anything that will give you any money but also then mm -hmm. sort of exploring what do I enjoy and uh, man, it's been a great 10 months and uh, I'm excited about kind of where some of the things are going, including this, this group coaching thing. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Cool. Yeah. Good it times. would be interesting to, to kind of keep a record like a journal. I know you've got a bad memory, but <clears throat> yeah, so maybe keep a journal and, and just write a book later or something of how you did it because so many people I think would love to do something like that, but it's just like, where do you start? And it's yeah. risky and scary. And so, yeah, no, and that's some of the coaching is involving with that, but, but, but think, yeah, down the, down the road, if this thing works, I will have some, some serious um, experience that I can share with people, but it's, it's exciting. It's nerve wracking, but I've never been happier, honestly, uh, mm -hmm. at least in the last 10 to 15 years, uh, this is as happy as I've ever been. Um, so uh, that part I'm really excited about. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, good stuff. We can talk about that at some point, but anyway, officially congratulations. And, uh, I'm sure we'll have more and more things that'll come up as I ask you, uh, probing questions into your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll maybe each week you can give us a count of how many times the truce bell rang and the, the truly no. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah. Fun. Okay. Well, that's all I've got. Uh, once again, if you want to make comments or congratulations, or if you want to get in touch with Steve for some coaching, go to the Facebook group, Pete and Steve Podcast. And, uh, and make sure you check out the Asani County Star as well. Sounds good. Adios, everybody. All right. Bye.